Good evening, folks, and welcome to another episode of Dishes and Dimes brought to you by BasketballNews.com. I'm your host tonight, Noor, and I'm joined by my co-host, Yasmin. How are you, hey. my friend? I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> How's your you know? evening? Eventful? Fun? Boring? Exciting? Yeah, um, I think I watched the All-Star game like about as enthusiastically as they play defense. <laughs> so <laughs> That's perfect. I just, you know, I matched their energy. Like, <laughs> it was very... Uh, it was hard to pay attention then. I was like flicking back and forth between this and like going through like the Megan and Harry interview on social media. So that of course they had to air the interview literally as the All Star Game was going 8 p.m. on the dot. So I know. I'm pretty sure they missed out on a lot of viewership. There. Oh, absolutely! Like I'm sure the second Adam Silver found out about the fact that that's going to be releasing at the same time, and this is going to be Meghan and Harry next to Oprah, um, he, whatever hair was left on his head must have just fallen like right at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like whatever peach fuzz, yeah, whatever <laughs> peach fuzz was left was just evaporated. It just like distinguished in the air. Um, yeah, he was. He was. He must not have been happy. And at that point, too, like I feel like. It's just when you put the two together, it's like you I think you mentioned it perfectly before we started the pod. It's someone else's tea. It's someone else's business. And oh, yeah, I would much rather be watching that as opposed to, um, you know, an event where the players have set themselves that they just don't want to be there. Oh, that's my favorite thing right now. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm so deeply bored <laughs> right now through quarantine, but like I mind my business so often so when people like willfully divulge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like juicy secrets and like just wild shit that's happened to them, I like willingly and enthusiastically listen. Like that's my favorite thing right now. So that was that interview was great. Um, like I love listening to podcasts where girls just talk about wild stuff that's happened to them, <laughs> like just crazy experiences. I didn't even know that was a genre, but like Spotify um, recommended this podcast called something was wrong to me and I was sucked in oh my goodness is it like, just like girls talking about their crazy like boy experiences or just in general no anything like there was this one where a girl talked about <laughs> this is complete like completely unrelated but honestly I don't care tonight <laughs> like, <laughs> we don't care after after what I had to after what I watched like <laughs> thinking like oh I need to watch it because of the pod and stuff I'm like you know what did it I'm not feel like homework today. to you I yeah, thought, oh my god! It felt the like first, homework. I usually, I like love to finish the game. Like even if it's like a blowout, I'm like, you know what? It's a game. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basketball, whatever. Even if I get to see end of bench guys, it's cool. But like tonight, I'm just like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> like it was. So, so anyways, bad. yeah, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> something was wrong like anyways I recommend people check it out um there's this one like it's, it's really interesting because it's, it's divided into seasons so one Ooh. season will be like one story so it's like you're listening to like your friend telling you all of this wild <laughs> stuff that's happened so I was listening to one a couple weeks ago um about this girl who um was dating this guy um and like the relationship moved very quickly and within a few months they were getting married they were engaged oh um and he gave her contact information to his close friends and his close friends were communicating with her like just trying to um build that kind of family you know right close friend relationship and stuff right and she finds out i don't want to spoil it it's okay like, it's okay i think we need to we need to we need you, to you get there exactly <laughs> once you started yasmin you can't not get me in her business now <laughs> what did she do 
But like, okay, spoiler alert. If you want to check it out, go check it out. I'm going to start. Skip the next f- right 10 now. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, it turns out that her, those friends that were texting her and telling her that she needed to lose weight for the wedding and that um, she uh, needs to do this for this guy, her fiance and all that was actually her fiance with burner accounts. <gasps> so I know. <laughs> what? Yeah, so she's when I had never out, met them. It was just like burner. She's account. never met them. It was like, uh, and then one day she was just like, they said something that kind of crossed the line, and she's like, you know what? Send me a picture of yourself right now, <laughs> holding up two fingers. And when they couldn't do that, she like confronted her boyfriend about like, who are these people? And then she found out that it was actually him after she like pried it out of him. And what? I was like, oh my god. So what was the purpose of that? Like, did he want to seem like he had more yeah, friends than he did? Or he just wanted to really know, get her to like, lose weight? She was from, first of all, I suggest everyone check out that series because holy crap, she can tell a story. She's so <laughs> fascinating, this girl. Oh my God. Like, I just wanted to be her friend when she was like talking about her life and stuff. I'm like, she's such a good orator. Like some people, when they speak, you're like, holy crap. They like, captivate you, eh? Keep talking. Yeah. And they know how to tell like, a that's story. That's why I was able to listen to, I was able to listen to like freaking six, seven episodes <laughs> of this girl. Like, in, oh my God. I was like running errands. I'm listening to her story. You're so everything. into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like captivated. But yeah, I she's like from the Bay Area and she's like talking about how she met this guy and how he, um. I think involved in tech or something in Silicon Valley um, and how he just showered her with like gifts and love and everything and she thought she literally was in a fairy tale Uh, but it turns out he was like some narcissist who was love bombing her and he was like kind of a psychopath so it was crazy oh my god I feel like a lot of girls have stories like this like well not like burner stories or whatever because I can even think like I was talking to my, my girlfriend it's just this morning and we're talking about just like life and catching up and stuff and all the stuff that's happened to us the past couple years and we're both just kind of there like we could write a book we could write a novel like we could have our own reality show and it's just the craziest stuff that like just living as a girl (laughs) happens to you yeah yeah or like I swear everyone has a story of like whether it happened to them or a friend of just some insane crap like I always say like after listening to this genre of podcast I'm like real life is so much more interesting than movies <laughs> oh like, a thousand percent a thousand percent things that happen in real life are mad like I was listening to so something was wrong and there's another podcast from NBC News uh Dateline called um Mommy Doomsday which is amazing <laughs> and I think people should check that out too. <laughs> we're gonna title this podcast everything recommendations yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but anyways i digress let's talk about <laughs> do we really need to get into it after all honestly this? like whatever okay, we'll, go in, yeah. we'll go in and out we'll go in and out sorry that you guys have to listen to yasmin and i tonight um if you really like the nba all-star game sorry like if you're offended <laughs> if you had a good time um hope i'm great i'm grateful you're enjoying it adam silver appreciates you um just teach us how to do it but anyway yeah game started tonight um the skills contest might have been the most useless thing i've ever seen in my life um they should replace that with like the internet contest and give that to joel Embiid because he just rules the internet completely i don't know if anybody saw his tweets tonight but they were just off the charts like oh before we even get into that um I think, yes, let's let's go backwards. Let's even yeah, let's just <laughs> rewind a little bit more. I think what was it like three four hours prior to the All Star game? Um, Adam Silver came out and said that well, 
Terrell Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons actually might not be able to play at the All-Star game because they have been compromised when it comes to COVID. And if you notice, I'm not sure um, how many non-Raptor fans we have here listening to us, but when initially when the Raptors had come out saying that, well, the coaches are are um, not saying they're sick, but like they've been compromised as well. And then we had our three of the five starting um, lineups compromised as well. And we were told that like, you know, they're not going to be playing whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be. That's when Shams came out and he was very, very strict on being like, well, the Raptors have done this. They've done that. They haven't been following protocol. Yeah, Nick the Nurse, coaching staff. Yeah, Nick Nurse is pulling his, wearing. exactly, pull, they putting that picture out of Nick Nurse pulling his mask down, which, by the way, like every single coach does, so... Come on. Um, most coaches don't even wear a mask throughout the whole thing. They have it. Their, their face is like red and sweating all over. Um, but I digress. But then to take that, when they released the statement today about Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid not being able to play, they were very, very careful <laughs> to mention that, oh, what didn't happen in Atlanta, though. Wasn't there. Everything in Atlanta is safe. Atlanta's perfect. Atlanta's, uh, you know, butterflies and angels and sunshine everywhere. No COVID whatsoever. Joel Embiid and uh, Ben Simmons had hopped on two separate charters, so they weren't even together. Like, nothing to blame on anybody. So if anything, if anyone you want to talk about this, do you know, it's all up to them. It's the Phillies' fault. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, when that came when that if it came, when it came down to it, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons weren't able to play tonight. But, uh, Joel Embiid, as usual, being the best person that we know he is and the messy person that we know he is, took to Twitter yes. and started to tweet stuff like, um, you know, just what you would see NBA trolls see, saying on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's he just tweets well, like one of those reply guys. <laughs> I, I feel like sometimes he forgets he's not on a burner. <laughs> and he's yeah. just tweeting from his actual main account. And then last night, he, sorry, today he was just like, um, I, as he's watching the All-Star game, I'm pretty sure his colleagues play. He's like, oh, Mickey Mouse All-Star game. <laughs> I'm like, Joel, goodness gracious, like you should be winning awards for just like being the personality that you are um but yeah we that happened tonight and i think that just it was fitting it was also oh, fitting, fitting that just before the all-star game like first of all joel Embiid is in my opinion like the f- the front runner for mvp so far this season yeah for sure uh, halfway through so the fact that like the league mvp um currently um i can't couldn't play <laughs> and then also ben simmons like that was just of course, like it was, it was very um, convenient. Like not, I'm not saying like it was convenient in a suspicious way, but just it, it was something about it was just kind of ironic. <laughs> like yeah, it was it was kind of just like of course this happened, you know. Like of course, like as horrible as this idea is, like of course something else was gonna go wrong. Like mere hours before tip off, literally. And then now, like you said, your your front running MVP isn't able to play, and he's taking to Twitter and mocking the whole idea of it. And at that yeah, point, what do you was, do? And then, and then, of course, even more fitting was uh, Jared Dudley's um, oh my God. kind of subsequent tweets about um, just kind of loose um, anti-vaxxer stuff. But he didn't want to sound outright anti-vax. Well, so me, he was kind of up for towing the line. Yeah, like just saying things like, uh, you're going to have the tweets, but he says stuff like um, how just perpetrate, per- perpetuating that there is an adequate research saying that he doesn't think um he doesn't recall whether they're even fda approved for the vaccines that is um 
Yeah, he doesn't really like. He said, uh, "Yeah." Well, he was responding to someone speaking to him who had said, "Shouldn't significant decrease of serious illness and or hospitaliz- hospitalization alone be an incentive to get the vaccine?" To which Jared Dudley replied, "Yes, but no one going to no one is going to rush when you're healthy and young without enough research. The FDA hasn't even approved it yet, I believe. I think it takes a, a year for it." I think it takes for a year of data for that. And then he's just getting absolutely lit up. Yeah, I think he deleted like the initial um, tweet that the person was responding to. Yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like it's complicated because like I understand um, the suspiciousness that African-Americans in general would have towards public health in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, because there's, you know, a documented history of that trust between the government and its citizens being abused in the past. Absolutely. And even today, like, there's um, medical racism and all of that that still exists. So, like, I understand what it's rooted in, but also it's, like, the most inappropriate time. (laughs) And it's, like, what you don't want to hear right now. Like, you don't want that fear to be stoked especially when we're talking about you know a global pandemic that's affecting everybody right um these vaccines were taken by frontline workers first and foremost like the most vulnerable people in society in our retirement homes and stuff um so players you know who are in peak condition um taking that um vaccine is you know they've already given it to literally the most vital and vulnerable people in society yeah and they're currently doing so so like um why wouldn't it be safe you know what i mean but like it's it's complicated like i understand what the where the suspiciousness um and that fear is rooted in um i don't think it's appropriate to you know um publicly voice those um yeah suspicions Mm -hmm. i i don't know i just feel like it's like in in a time where misinformation is just so it's just seeped in everything it's so exhausting like Mm -hmm. the amount of times I have to like remind my parents that like a story isn't trustworthy or like a source isn't trustworthy like I guess it's because I was like I'm 26 years old so I was kind of just raised on the internet since I was like nine years old Mm -hmm. I've been surfing the web and google and stuff so I just I think I'm like inherently capable of just weeding out um for lack of a better term, fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they used to teach us in middle school yeah. how to weed out um, bad sources. Like I remember it being like an actual lesson um, in high school and middle and middle and middle school and stuff. And when so. you spend a lifetime on internet, like you just kind of get used to, you know, you kind of get, get used accustomed to it, yeah, to it as so well. When I see people all willy nilly yeah. <laughs> with like huge platforms, just um, you know. And he's just wrong about that too, right? Like it has been FDA approved. Yeah, Yeah, like all three of them have been FDA approved. And at this point, like the U.S. actually is doing pretty well when it comes to on when it comes to um, administering vaccines. So, like exactly to your point, you're kind of spreading fear in the people who have been vaccinated and who and the people who have been vaccinated are usually the the frontline workers and who are essential and who need it like um the the immunocompromised and the elderly and everything so when you come out and you say stuff like that especially because you know it's definitely not backed by research um it just uh it's like you said it just creates room for for error it creates room for doubt and we just can't afford that doubt right now we just need to get out of this pandemic we're talking about public health like collective health and it's like 
you know, it's tough. Like I, I get it, but I like at the same time, yeah, I don't. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> For sure. I mean, if it was any other time, like even I would say right now, you would still kind of be like skeptical about, you know, what is this vaccine? Like you're not going to know what's, what are the effects or if anything is going to even happen until like down the, down, down the line. Right. Which is the same thing as COVID. You won't know what the effects of it are for long term until afterwards, but yeah. just, yeah. just for right now, like we got to get out of this. So if it comes exactly. to it, down to it, I'll take the vaccine, pump it in my veins. It is what it is. Oh yeah. I'll take his. I'll yeah. take Dudley, if you don't want it, yeah. donate it to up. Canada. <laughs> You got two, right? Right? We need it. We're down bad here. We're like, down we're so bad. down bad. Like, I was on Toronto.ca or something, like, trying to find out how to get vaccinated. <laughs> and, and the amount of, like, bureaucracy and, like, PDFs that I had to read through, I'm like, what the hell? Like, what the heck is this? And I, I'm listen, I'm um, hearing about people who just, like, line up at their local clinic in the U.S. And I'm like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, seriously. Like, it's wild. Like, I was telling my mom, I'm like, mom, I know you qualify next month. Can I, like, take you in and be like, I'm your caretaker? I have to get vaccinated, too. We live in the same place. I take care of her. Like, shoot me up, please. You're not going to, like, my arm's right here. You just have to move it right. a couple just inches. A little bit. Just half, that's it. I'll even help you. I'll carry it for you. Just, just, like, just put it right there. But, like, that's it. It's just, it's crazy. And then if you look at the states, too, like, um, I know, like, Texas is going stupidly insane. Like, when they, um, lifted that mask mandate and everything but which is stupid obviously but like if you but on the other hand like they are vaccinating people very very fast i think they were saying that texas is vaccin- vaccinating like two hundred thousand a day or something like that oh like God. at least like, for one like that that number a day and um i don't like good for them <laughs> like screw america but good for them yeah like i guess for them, they're looking at like the economic. Um, yeah, return, they just want to you know. get the economy back up. They want to open. Yeah, which is fine. Like I'm, please open up everything. I want to get the hell out of here too. Like get me vaccinated. But you know, I think um, yeah, the infrastructure here has been awful. So hopefully, um, good on them. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, <laughs> enough of Jared Dudley. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we can go back to the All Star game, I guess. Um, yeah, the All Star game. Oh, three point contest. Three point that contest. Was after yeah. The, skills so challenge. i actually watched that one. Oh, um, i really really like that one actually um we were missing ben simmons from it but i i enjoyed it all right yeah he didn't say anything so <laughs> yeah exactly um what is there to <laughs> and mike conley eh did you see that he right. was he was like yeah. scaring me for a second i was like <laughs> i know like i'm here tweeting and support for stuff but like he's gonna make me look stupid if i say anything else and he and he had just gotten there like he was on route to his beach and he took the detour god goes gets to atlanta and gives steph a run for his money yeah um that three-point contest was actually pretty good um yeah I had it fun. had a few components it had um <laughs> it had well first of all it didn't have anyone failing miserably which which i i there's always that one player who gets like a six yeah <laughs> and it like lights up the timeline for a moment um but it did have drama you know yeah. in the final round that was a lot of drama like it really li- literally went down to the last mm-hmm. um shot shot stuff, which i thought was great that was a that was very uh theatrical and that was the sexiest that. shot did um, you see that shot they didn't touch anything it oh, went no, right it in. slipped right through. And he knows. You I think, wouldn't hear a sound. I, I think sound. that's kind of what it is. Like the entertainment factor, three-point contest, players, whatever, in their own corner. And then Steph Curry in his own corner. Like he just brings entertainment. He brings um, 
captivation. He just he just makes everything. Oh yeah, he's better. a showman. Yeah, he's such a showman. Yeah, exactly. I love stuff. And that's what he's made for. That's what he did. And I think like maybe that's probably why I didn't mind watching that. Yeah, yeah, and I felt happy for Colin. Like he looked like he was yeah. thoroughly enjoying it. So at least somebody had fun. <laughs> he was glad. Like he was like, you know what? My vacation refund. No, I'm not gonna get that, but this was worth it. And I went, <laughs> I went toe to toe with Steph Curry. This was worth it. I'll take it. And then yeah, and then the all- actual All Star Game. I'll be honest. I've never really been into the All Star Game. Um, yeah, it's usually like I just it's, don't. It's usually like the audience, I guess that makes it but the all-star game is not really good basketball it's just a lot no. of threes no defense the only time it last was season, good was like Kyle that was it yeah like last season when people say that was like I remember Giannis was saying that was the best all-star game ever like it's not really an exaggeration no like, it was yeah really captivating the um Elam ending at the end was awesome Kyle was amazing um the players were actually playing hardcore defense mm-hmm. in the last um in the fourth quarter, it was dramatic. It was everything. Like, it came down to, like, a possession. It came down to Anthony Davis free throws, I believe. And what was missing, um, yes. That was really fun. What was missing this year and last year? Kyle Lowry. That's... Exactly. That's what it was. <laughs> Common denominator. <laughs> yes. May your all-star games be cursed forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. You don't get Kyle Lowry. You're going to have the shittiest time of your life. We're going to have the shittiest watch of our life. Yeah, I just I've never been into it. I just always thought that like it's uh, like it's great to see, obviously, the best of the, the best of the best in the world go together, but they're not really going together. You know, it's just like they're lobbing each other. They're having fun. And it's fun to see them have fun. But like I want to really see them go against it. But again, it, they're obviously they don't want to get themselves injured or, or put themselves in a position where they wouldn't be able to carry the same momentum after the All-Star weekend. But um, um, I don't I think I watched the first half um, and then they had the dunk contest at halftime. Did not watch that. I don't know what happened. Um, apparently who I caught glimpses. It was like there wasn't anything. There was no John Collins dunk, which was upsetting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there was nothing as there was nothing as just hysterical as that. Um, I feel like they're all kind of run of the mill. Like, OK, like he dunked. And like, interestingly, like um, Haley O'Shaughnessy on Twitter, um, like she mentioned on Twitter, um, how the interviews had a weird vibe <laughs> today. Like, yeah, like she was talking about how um, the interviews today with like media and the players on court, like the interviews just had a, a strange vibe to them. Um, and I agree, like, it just seemed like they kind of didn't know what to say, <laughs> didn't want to be there. Oh, like, yeah, the you're right. Empty arena, like, it's just... I remember honestly, when they gave uh, Steph the, uh, the headset, and he just, like, it did, didn't... Steph wasn't bad, because he's, like, super media trained and, like, super polite. And, yeah, but know, even then, a, I was kind of like, he just, he wants the headsets off of his face. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want to be talking to you guys. By his standards. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, like, it was just odd. Um, yeah, the vibe wasn't great. Um, who was it today? Was it James Harden? Someone took another shot at Adam Silver. Yeah, it was James Harden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right now... Like, the league and player relations just seem, like, in the gutter PR-wise right now. But what do you think happened with the NBPA and the rest of the players? Like, did Chris Paul just not speak to anybody and he just spoke for everybody else? Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's something that they couldn't, like, change in the CBA. Like, maybe the All-Star game has to happen and not having it would have um, led to, like, maybe a cascading 
series of events or something. Right. I don't know. I but... think we spoke about this earlier too. That like <clears throat> we're pretty sure that they probably have sponsors lined up from prior, right? And yeah. At this point, obligations like... that are probably made like last year that they can't renege on or something. But um, yeah, it was just it was um, awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was the game. Team LeBron won. Duh. Um, <laughs> of course they did. Um, Giannis gets MVP. Literally did not miss a shot. 16 of 16. <laughs> he made threes, dude. <laughs> he was here to Just play. Build a wall, man. This, was his, this wall. was his finals. He couldn't believe it. Poor guy. Finally got to play um, with Chris but yeah, Paul. Yeah, he didn't, literally did not miss a, miss a shot. Um, which tells you about the defense because you can make Giannis miss a shot. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, good for him. I feel like he was missing... Um, all-star MVP from his, you know, list of accomplishments. So he finally got his. Which I mean, he still got a lot, lots more to go, and he could have gotten that with Toronto, but like he chose to go back to Milwaukee. Good for him. This will have to do this. Mickey this will exactly. He will have to do <laughs> this all-star Mickey uh, Mouse MVP. You want to talk to anybody about how they feel about it? Talk to Embiid. He'll tell you how everyone feels about this all-star game. Yeah, captured the feelings of um yeah NBA fans everywhere. Um, and then my thing yeah, is like, like post so so it's over now, right? Like this was the one day thing. They're not gonna have it the whole weekend long like yeah, they used to before. No more events. And then the NBA yeah. starts back up on Thursday. So what is the protocol like when these players are headed back? Now, do they are they required to quarantine for fourteen days? Like which but they should be doing, or do they just get to go back and mingle with their team? And I'm asking you, like you speak to them. You know? <laughs> I'm like, Yasmin, tell me your professional opinion. <laughs> well, um, based on my knowledge of epidemiology, um, well, actually, no, honestly, my hunch my medical is degree. That my my hunch, <laughs> based on nothing, is um, they won't be required to quarantine because, um, I don't know, they kept boasting about how um, frequently the players would be tested, like prior to the game, after the game, blah, blah, blah. So um, I think they'll just literally go back to their practice facilities and continue training. So That's so wild. Um, they weren't, even like after we found out that Ben Simmons and um, Joel Embiid's barber um, tested positive, after literally cutting both their hair, um, they sounded like they were still trying to decide whether to let them play or not, which is so funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's what Woj, Woj said made it sound like they were still um, figuring out whether they're going to play or not. That's so, so like, funny. It's like they make up their own rules for COVID. That's what we were saying. That's what me and Iman were talking about last week. I feel like they're just making it up where they, as they go. Like it depends <laughs> on a lot of factors. Um uh, it depends on whether they can make up for the loss um, in revenue by not having a team, you know, play with mm. their best players or something like the viewership or something. Like it seems that it, it depends on a lot of factors beyond science. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> simply, oh, this person had contact with so and so who tested positive. They're not going to play for two weeks. Like I feel like that's not the rule. I feel like it's more inconsistent, and there are like probably like a multitude of factors that. Play into the decision. Oh, absolutely. Um, because the, so to start it off with, right? Like if you're heading back from Atlanta on like now and you're going to go play again on Thursday and you're being whatever, you're being tested constantly to see whether or not you have it. But we don't really know how it spreads or how long it takes for it to, for it to show effects or for it to even show up on your on testing. Right. If you've been positive or not. So 
by the time you're back, like, how are you really sure that you have that you're negative? How are you really sure you're not going to develop it? And by the by the time it's too late because you've been exposed already. And then you've seen this happen. So like the season itself is just so crazy to me. I was having this conversation with somebody else this morning and I kind of like almost got, got in an argument because I was like, how can anyone look at this season and tell me that whatever happens here is like factual? Like this is a good representation of a normal league. No, like no yeah. part of it, no standing, <laughs> no not. nothing, no MVP, like no, no one's going to go there and be like, oh yeah, this makes a lot of sense. And I think you could, you could have looked at last bubble, last season's bubble and made the, made the um, argument that, you know what, like it's kind of an even playing field. You have everyone at the same level and that's true. Yeah. Like, you know, th- there's no fact, there's no fans, no nothing. You're all in this legit in the same kilometer radius. Like no one, there's no, um, outside factors that are affecting it except just COVID and no one's, and I feel like then they were so much more strict too. like the players, like Malcolm told us like he couldn't go and grab um, his own Uber eats, you know, like he had to have it dropped off or whatever. Um, but now it's, 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 almost as if they just have stopped caring like yeah i'm just like i i feel like every um week or so we found out like we find out a team is like not playing yeah because like their whole squad has covid or something and then they're gone for um, a while right like they're they're obviously yeah. they're obviously they can't play for a long time for a couple for a week pretty much from usually and then for that period they're playing how many teams and this is a shortened season so those games and they're in Atlanta, count. which is like a cesspool of tourists oh they never went under they were never in lockdown <laughs> they were wide open from the oh, get-go no. there are parties everywhere an nba cease and desist is not going to <laughs> no. you think you're gonna the, scare the players up. with a piece of paper they don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> they're like all right oh, they're rolling it up they're rolling up that paper <laughs> they're throwing money in your face they're like here's some ones <laughs> i'm gonna keep drinking nice try you want me out here i'm having a good time you want me away from like changing diapers for my kids i'm gonna make sure i'm getting going hard tonight then adam silver but yeah yep. it's it's crazy and I, that's what i mean too i'm just like i don't like MVP standings, um, championships, like no part of it can I look at it and I'd be like, okay, like this is a good representation of what's of who's good and who's not good. I feel like last bubble, like it, it was more of a mental toughness. So if anything, that kind of yeah. was like, okay, you know what? Like even if it's not a normal season, you can kind of award mental toughness because that's so different than what you've ever had it's to so go through stress- before. It's a stressful environment. Absolutely. And um, then if you saw, like you saw the the best of the the most mental, mentally tough men make it right, and LeBron and Jimmy Butler. Um, and then this season is just like, well, you have you have teams like the Raptors, obviously, who are completely torn away from their home team. And when they had um, fans come in through their for their arena where they are currently, they were booing them. And then you have a team yeah. like the Utah Jazz where they're at half capacity right now, but it's like it's legit, like a completely full arena almost. And and it's like and there, there's teams that have no fans at all. So and I know like you can't say fans make a difference or whatnot, like whatever the case may be, but it it does. Like it it it, it adds an element to your game. It adds an element to the competition and everything, and just the drive that players would have. So just so many factors that happen then obviously just players not playing like and what's going to happen in the playoffs like what what would what would you do if someone's negative sorry like, is there going to be another bubble or something and also like I, I i'm just interested to see how it like ages um with hindsight like for after like in a season or two seasons i'm going to be interested in how people look at 
you know, the 2020, yeah. 2021 season, you know. Absolutely. I think it's going to be good research for the future. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a case study in what the heck happens when you when there's you know, a plague like- <laughs> and then when you have a very, very greedy commissioner <laughs> and he really wants you to play, like all those factors put in together. I'm really hoping there's like scientists working on this right now and like school yep. of Harvard or like Missouri or something. I don't know. But yep, all the anthropologists and all that. <laughs> yeah, they're getting their data together. But yeah, that was the all-star game tonight. Um, I'm not sure how many I, I could honestly, if I was a betting person and I am, I should probably look into bet finding out how to bet this um i would say this is probably the least watched all-star game of all time of all time yeah um it's weird because whenever they share their viewership numbers i'm always shocked because i'm like oh right everyone is home (laughs) like a lot of people are home so when they when they showed like all-star voting was i think they i think it was like the most they've really the most like voting submissions they've gotten in a long time or ever like i remember it was something outrageous way more than last season oh my god maybe i said Um, that yeah like (laughs) when people said that i was like oh so i'm gonna be interested in in, like how how many people watched tonight but it feels like no one yeah especially because you had (laughs) someone else completely spilling the royal monarchy tea so who's gonna be watching a fake author which i i'm yeah. kind of pissed i'll be honest god damn it adam silver i had to do homework tonight and i couldn't watch megan spill the tea i couldn't watch harry harry uh i almost called him harry, harry styles, styles. <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't watch prince harry call his father out are you joking i had to like it legit like i kid you not yasmin i felt like homework i felt like like i was procrastinating <laughs> watching basketball and that's never yeah. happened in my life but how dare they <laughs> yeah we you know what it's a day for everything. And in a the panty, there's but a day anyways, for everything. Yeah. We'll check in next week uh, once the um, games restart Thursday. So we'll check in with you guys Sunday, see how um, everyone is looking after the break, How whether the Raptors re- get any of their guys back. Um, yeah. I don't know how long they, they're going to be out. Like, there's, like, no information. <laughs> so, Shit, like, isn't um, by Thursday, like, at least 14 days, right? I think so. I honestly, like, it's been a blur. Yeah, I can, <laughs> like, I can tell you. I have no idea. I've been half watching <laughs> the last couple of games. <laughs> um, honestly, the podcast keeps me honest. <laughs> it gives me a reason to right? watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> when I can't I've been watching, um, like, I've, I've been watching, but I'm not enjoying it because, I don't know, they're, I, they're missing a lot of fun players, so it kind of sucks. But, like, you know, yeah. Larry plus Bench is always fun. Yeah. Um, it, it's fun when it works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's when it does it, it makes me sad. <laughs> it's really depressing. The highs and lows of basketball, it's 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 a it's a problem. There should be some yeah. kind of medication provided for it. I mean, I guess we have some legal per- paraphernalia, but still. Um but yeah, that that's been the game. And then like Gas said, we start up again. I believe our next game is it on Thursday or let me have a quick look. We play, yeah, we play March 11th, and we play the Atlanta Hawks at 7.30, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, I wonder when they would schedule the the Detroit Pistons rematch as well. Oh, right. Because they postponed that, that, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, a couple games were canceled before the Rockets matchup. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, peace out, everyone.
That was the smoothest closing gas. You're like, bye. You're in your own thought for a second. You're like, okay, well, anyway, see you later. But yes, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening tonight. Um, we were honestly so sorry. I I wish we could make ourselves care and put the passion into this podcast about an All Star Weekend, but we simply cannot because the players. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not gonna, not lie. gonna lie. Yeah, we're not gonna fake it. We're not the fakers here. The players don't want to be there. We can't force them. We can't force ourselves. It is what it is. But they'll be back soon, and we'll be back right with them. And until then, stay stay safe. Be safe, stay safe, take care of yourselves, and... And wear a mask. And wear a mask, <laughs> please, and thank you. Um, and yeah, have a good one. Please continue listening to Dishes and Dimes, and we're brought to you by BasketballNews.com. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>